Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'm the sports director here at Bayhackle Sports. Thanks for checking out our podcast this week. Now, our podcast is brought to you by the Downer Law Firm. They are Charlotte's hometown legal team. If you're ever injured in an accident, make sure you contact the Downer Law Firm and they will take care of you. And we want to thank them for being our sponsor, both with the podcast and some other stuff we do for high school sports around the area. So what do we want to talk about this week? Well, it's near the end of November. We're getting to Thanksgiving. The, the, the air is crisp. Um, you're getting into that fall weather. The nights are a little cooler. Well, of course, we're going to talk playoff football. And for uh, the Charlotte-Mecklenburg schools, quite a few of them are still left in the North Carolina high school playoffs. And three of the four teams that are left in the 4A West bracket are from right here in Charlotte. We're talking about Weddington. We're talking about Indy. And we're talking about Butler. Now, this coming Friday night, Weddington is going to play host to Grimsley. Grimsley is out of Greensboro. They lost the 4A state championship game last year, so they're looking to get back to that state championship game and win it this year. Weddington is going to be a tough out for them. However, Weddington is the number one seed. They are playing some great football last Friday night. They took it to Charlotte Catholic and defeated them with really uh, no problems. Uh, Coach Andy Capone has that team uh, motivated. Uh, they got knocked out last year. They're the number one seed. They got a lot to play for, and they want to move on. So Grimsley and Weddington, they play, of course, on Friday night. The other Friday night game here in the Queen City, I, I don't even know how to explain it other than it is beyond huge. We're talking about Indy taking the trip over to Butler. These two schools have a rich history of winning, and not only winning games, but winning state championships. And they're coached by two, just to me, two of the best coaches in our area. Uh, Coach Brian Hales, who is kind of the veteran of a lot of the coaches here when you talk about coaching in the Queen City. And then DJ McFadden, who is one of the just up-and-coming coaches here in the area. He played at Independence. Uh, he played under Tom Knotts. And now he is coaching uh, a school he wanted to coach at. So um, Indy and Butler, they play Friday night. And I can promise you uh, it's going to be epic. This game means a ton to everybody involved. A packed house, a busy box score, an iconic interception. A longtime rivalry renewed in spectacular fashion as the Patriots were crowned the king of the hill for the first time since 2014. Obviously, it was an amazing feeling finally beating them. I mean, they talk a lot with like what happened in the past with Butler Independence, but then again, I wasn't here. I couldn't control it, so I mean, I'm one and one against them. And it's just a blessing to have a trophy. Last year's victory also gave Independence the title of co-conference champions with both Butler and Charlotte Catholic. A false accolade that left a sour taste in head coach DJ McFadden's mouth. With both the outright conference title and the King of the Hill trophy up for grabs, there is much more at stake. These two coaches are no strangers to each other. McFadden leading the Patriots at quarterback against Brian Hales and the Butler Bulldogs later coaching together on the same staff. Now they face off as colleagues both on and off the field. Hells is an ultra competitive uh, competitor, man, just like myself. Uh, so he brings the best out of me as far as being able to prepare and lock in. And, um, you know, I've been locked in all weekend because I know he's doing the same exact thing. I've been up all night because I know he's doing the exact same thing. So I like to think that he brings the best out of me and I bring the best out of him. 
That combination of animosity and respect trickles down to the players and community as well. I've been a part of that environment before, the crowd, sellout crowd always, always jumping. I think it's one of the best rivalries in the state. It's got that Duke Carolina feel to it. It always has. With us being so close, I mean, some of these neighborhoods are split down the middle where you got a, a Butler family on one side of the street and Independence family right across the street. So it doesn't just benefit Butler and Independence, but East Mech benefits off of this in Providence and Rocky River. Everybody benefits because, you know, the, the more kids you get playing, the more kids you get active in football, the better off it makes everybody. Now, that game between Indy and Butler will be our Bay Heckle Sports Game of the Week. You can check that out Friday night at 7 o'clock. We will be streaming it live on BayHecklesports.com. And right after that is over, you can stay on BayHecklesports.com at 11 o'clock or flip over to WCCB News, where we will do the Blitz live at 11 o'clock on Friday night. We'll have all the scores and highlights uh, from around our area, all the teams that are playing. We'll have a wrap-up from Indy and Butler, so make sure you check out the Blitz on Friday night. Now, to kind of get us ready for what these games mean, we had a chance to talk with Darren Vaught. He is our play-by-play -play guy for Bayhackle Sports. He always calls the games on Friday night. He's alongside Reggie Walker. He joined us on our show Game One this past Monday, and here's what he had to say about Providence Day actually winning their championship game, and we'll get to that in just a few minutes also. But Providence Day, they won the North Carolina Independent Schools Athletic Association State Championship, the NCISAA Championship, uh, that past Friday night in Raven Gap. They had to travel down to Georgia. So Darren talked with myself and Jack Taylor a little bit about that. He talked a little bit about Indy and Butler and what's to come, and he also gave us a little preview of the Weddington Grimsley game. Take a listen. And look ahead, we are joined by Darren Vaught, who handles our play-by-play -play for Bay Hackle Sports on Friday nights. Darren, how are you, man? I am uh, exceptional. It's a busy time of year, but it's a great it's time It's a great of time year, of year, absolutely, my man. Thanksgiving and football, baby. Yeah, you had, what, four or five days in a row of calling games? Uh, yeah, 10 <laughs> games in 10 days. Thanksgiving wow. Day, the only thing, the only day I, I actually get a breather. And, uh, you know, thankfully I'm going to get a lot of good food that day, too, be able to recharge <laughs> up, for the last couple as we uh, – we keep we keep the good news is we've got teams in it so right. we're able to have another bay hackle sports game of the week and uh my friday night is is consumed in that way yeah don't oversleep friday we, we need you there friday night yeah. <laughs> we don't have to travel as far yeah. so let's start about Look, talking man, i was gonna say if i if i made it to raven gap georgia this past week i think we'll be You're good, good if right. it's in charlotte right so give us a little <laughs> recap of that one talk about traveling to georgia that rematch between providence day and raven gap it was a big one for the ncis AA state championship and it came down to the wire yeah no doubt about it it was um i mean i feel like i'm saying this every week as we have our our games of the week it might have been the best game we've had so far and it was very much anticipated a huge rematch uh raven gap coach Derek white when when reggie walker our analyst and i spoke with him earlier in the week he sort of like continued to push the point that especially the best teams, it's really difficult to beat somebody twice. He was concerned. He had nothing but glowing things to say, of course, of Providence Day's quarterback, Jaden Davis. There are other players uh, that star for them as well. But, you know, PD was on the road and backs against the ropes in this game. In the fourth quarter, they were down double figures and managed a way to come back into it, even through... Um, Jaden Davis not being the best possible Jaden Davis over the past couple of weeks because we saw some blemishes too in the semifinal game against Charlotte Christian when they came back to make it a one-score game against the Chargers. And uh, again, it's it's not 
the season, not the postseason that Jaden had a year ago, but he found ways to win when it mattered most. Man, did he 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 threw some absolute dimes to his his guys when they needed it the most. We saw a couple of picks. Raven Gap is a, a really really formidable foe they've got a guy Trey Horn who's on his way to Georgia Tech maybe yesterday they do the tri-semester thing so his schooling was done prior to Friday night's game at Raven Gap he committed to Georgia Tech he's going to be an early enrollee so he literally was finishing out his time at Raven Gap with a four rushing score performance in a state championship game even though the Eagles came up just short um, but you know in the end you can't ask for anything more. Providence Day scored and got a two-point conversion with 19 seconds to go, and that was the difference. It was an incredible, incredible game. Absolutely an incredible game. And like you said, that Providence Day offense in that last minute, just what an incredible, incredible moment there for them. And we're, we're going to Gr- say we're going to break down that game. Yeah, we're going to break down that game with uh, the head coach, Chad Greer, who's joining us in studio here in just a few minutes. But this coming Friday night, hey, our Bay Hackle Sports Game of the Week, another great one. I mean, as we talk about two neighborhood rivals, we know what these games mean during the pre—I mean, during the regular season, but in the postseason, a completely different ball game. Second time they'll meet this season. Butler hosting Independence. Darren, this could be a classic. Yeah, I mean, look, this is the dream scenario. We've been away from the public school bracket for a couple of weeks with our game of the week covering the NCISAA championships. Um, and when we started with the semifinal in the other bracket, we were keeping eyes, obviously, on what's going on in the public schools. And Reggie and I, I remember, had a conversation. We were like, well, look, if things go a certain way, we could come back after doing a state championship game and we we could get an Indy Butler rematch. And at the time, it was like a, you know, Indy is is the underdog in a lot of these matchups or, or all of these matchups so far. They're the 23 seed, although I think we all sort of knew they're better than that coming into uh, postseason play. But you just you never know, right? And Butler's had some tough matchups, but that's the that's the really impressive thing about both of these teams, whether it's the six seed Butler or the twenty three seed Independence. It's been imposing wins. You wouldn't know. You could flip the numbers, and it wouldn't make any difference between these two, especially as close and competitive and contentious as that game was in the regular season. I mean, this is a game that, because of the buzz in the past, they have moved to a neutral site. I know there's a lot of talk about uh, whether or not that would have been the case this week. I think it was '09, the la- one of the last times that this happened. Um, it was played at Providence. They've moved it to Memorial Stadium before. Um, it's it, it, wherever these two teams play. Heck, I'll go back to Raven Gap, Georgia, if they want to play there. I'm there. I'm there because it's going to be that good. Absolutely. Now, Darren, one more for you. The one seed in the West, Weddington, playing host to Grimsley, who lost in the state championship last season. Grimsley will be making the trip from Greensboro, and they've knocked off a couple of teams when they've been at home from our area. Right. So thoughts on this one as they come into our side of the state. Yeah, this is a really, really interesting game. And um, obviously for our our viewing area's interest, for our our game of the week interest, um, I think we're sort of rooting for Weddington <laughs> to pull out a victory and host the winner of Indian Butler next week so we can cover that one. But it's going to be a tall task. Grimsley is a really, really solid team. They've got a lot of contributors from that season a year ago back uh, for them, including in the running game where they are really dangerous um but Weddington man Andy Capone says it every year their goal one of their biggest goals is to practice after Thanksgiving well they're going to have a walkthrough on Friday 
Um, that's it. You know, that's that's I mean, I, I guess that maybe meets the criteria uh, for for the Warriors, unless he means we want to win that game so that we can have a true traditional practice next week. I'm sure he'll take the latter. But um, it, it's just what Weddington does, man. They take care of business. I think people questioned whether or not they were going to be the number one seed. And I, I heard Capone say in an interview on Friday night, he kind of did too, right? He was like, well, I don't, I don't know that we earned that. I don't know that we deserved it, but we'll take it. So they've been, um, been beneficiaries of that home field advantage. And you got to take every small difference you can in a matchup like one they'll have against Grimsley where the margin for error is going to be razor thin. So that's going to be, that's we've got man on the 4A West side. We've got four four teams, two really really intriguing games left. It's going to be a great Friday night. Three teams, like you said, from our area. Hey, Darren Vaughn, as always, thanks for your time, man. Looking forward to hearing the call Friday night on our Bay Hackle Sports Game of the Week. It's a good one, folks. Butler and Indy, you can catch it live on BayHackleSports.com this Friday night, starting at seven o'clock. Darren, thank you, my man. And just a huge thanks to Darren Vaught and Reggie Walker and what they do on Friday nights. They've been calling games for us last season and this season. They do a great job of wealth and knowledge when it comes to high school football here in the Queen City. So we thank them for that. So like I said, check out Friday night on BayHackleSports.com. It's our game of the week. It is the showdown between Independence and Butler, and that game kicks off at 7 o'clock. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Now, we talked a little bit, and you heard Darren talk a little bit about Providence Day. They won their third straight state championship for the independent schools last Friday night down in Raven Gap. And over the last year and a half, two years, we've really gotten to know uh, Coach Chad Greer, the head coach there, and uh, just a fantastic coach, uh, even a better person if you've ever had a chance to kind of talk with him for a few minutes. Um, he just does wonderful things uh, at Providence Day. He does wonderful things in our community and for our kids. And um, uh, just big props to head coach Chad Greer and what he means now. He also joined us on Game On, which you can always stream on BayHackleSports.com. It's kind of a weekly show where we try to talk high school football. We've done volleyball, soccer. This week's show was a little more geared toward football. So uh, apologize for that. But anyway, um, Head coach Chad Greer had a chance to talk with us, and here's what he had to say about Friday night and what that state championship meant to him and his team. Jack Taylor. Yep, and for this segment, we welcome into the studio the head coach of the Providence State Chargers, Chad Greer. Coach, welcome, and thanks for coming on to join thanks, us. Thanks, sir. Thanks for Appreciate it. it. Thank you. So to start off, Coach, obviously congrats on the win this past Friday night. Third straight. How does it feel to have that after all this, the way the season went? Yeah, it feels pretty dang good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm really super proud of our coaches and our kids, man. They, they put so much into it, and uh, to, to get it done was really special. When we think about it, how much did losing earlier in the season, Raven Gap, play motivation toward Friday night? I mean, you were playing for a state championship, but was there a little extra motivation because of the loss earlier? Yeah, maybe. I, I think it was, um, it was more, you know, for us, uh, I, I think the, the blessing in it is that we're not so sure we'd have beat them a second time. Uh, the first time, we, we, our coaches did a great job of going back and evaluating that game, making some adjustments that, that were important. Uh, that if had to be won that game, we may not have made those adjustments a second time. So if we're going to win one of the two, we won the, we, 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 we won the one we wanted to win. That's right. right. Absolutely. So now in the second half, there were a couple times your team was down double digits, somehow finding a way to claw back and get into this game. Talk a little bit about what drove that, you know, that momentum to get back into it. 
You know, the, the real answer is that football is a practice sport. We, we worked eight months to get ready to play this season, and um, you know, that come down to one game. And our philosophy has always been train to win on the last play of the game. Prepare yourself to win on the last play of the game. And, I, and we hadn't had to do that a lot this year, but um, we went to that game expecting that to be the case, and, and our guys made it happen. Jordan Ship was playing, you know, with half a hand down. Talk a little bit about how he was able to push through these last few games. Well, just he's a tough kid. I mean, mentally and physically, and um, you know, he had a pretty serious finger injury, missed two games. Um, but uh, for him to come back and, and compete the way he did, I'm not surprised. I mean, he, he's uh, he's what they call a dog. He's <laughs> he's the real deal. Go play. <laughs> so another state championship, three in the last three years. Talk about the senior class and the leadership that they've brought to this team and what they mean to you. Man, I, I really not allowed myself to go there yet, um, but it's a uh, it's, it's coming. Re reality's going to hit me in the face as soon as we get back in the weight room. Right. Uh, really exceptional group of seniors and leaders. Uh, the big four, if you will, the guys that you know, everybody knows about. You know, Brody, Jordan, Jaden, Channing. Uh, exceptional players, exceptional leaders. Um, it just will be. Uh, they've been such an integral part of building this thing. We've done it together, and to, to not have them will be different. Um, but at the same time, we've got a lot of guys coming back that they've set a great example for, and we're excited for the future. And when I think about that last-minute drive, you know, in, in the final moments there and watching it, just the calmness, just the leadership of, you know, especially Jaden Davis, just that last minute, the calmness that seemed to be out on the football field. That comes from coaching, I got a feeling. Well, maybe in spite of coaching sometimes. <laughs> but but uh, Jaden's certainly a, a very poised you know, young man. I think uh, mature beyond his years. He's experienced um, success at a level a lot of kids don't get to, to experience, but there's a price that comes with that. And he's developed very thick skin as a result, and uh, he just doesn't – he doesn't get too down when things aren't going his way, and when we need him most, he really stepped up. You talk about the pieces you're going to lose, those senior class, it's hard to replicate, but then speak a little bit about the pieces you've added. Guys like Ian Klein, who had a huge impact throughout your season, what's going to mean to have some of these talented players step up into that role? We've got a lot of great kids coming back. I mean, you know, Ian certainly is a special young man. I mean, first and foremost, great student, great kid, um, and really deserves the success he's earned. Um, you know, David Sanders, obviously, um, notice we got his his uh, his number here. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but he's um, you know a, a special young man and a special talent, obviously. But you know, guys like David and other kids in that class have been there against as I've got there. So while I'm losing the seniors that from high school level started through, there was some middle school players that have been with us from the beginning that understand the culture, understand what it takes. So I think we've got a great foundation to continue to, to have success. Absolutely. Now for the 4A public schools, mm -hmm. three of the final four schools are Weddington, Indy, Butler, a lot of local programs that had a great run. What does that say about just how much Charlotte football has come up in high school in the last few years? I, mean, I, I don't think that's even just come up. I think Charlotte football has been great for a long time. I think that we've added as the city's grown, um, more and more you know, great players uh, have emerged and, and people more aware of maybe. I think that from a recruiting perspective, it's uh, kind of the mini Atlanta now where we used to get a lot of Mac schools coming and picking off guys. You're getting now attention from national uh, Power 5 schools, and, and that's deserved. we got uh, great talent in the area, a lot of great coaches, fun programs to watch. I'm excited for these games coming up this weekend. That's easy to say when you have one of the top linemen in the country <laughs> who's getting scouted all over the country. So final question, we'll put you on the spot here because we don't know the answer, and we've been asked many a times. Can you explain the Raven gap, like, being in the NCIS AA, how did that come about? And you're talking about Georgia school, but you're playing for the state championship for North Carolina independent schools in Georgia. Do you know the story of how that came about? You know, I don't know the official story, but you know, they've been in our league for a long time. Okay. And you know, they're really good people up there. Uh, I think that you know, they're they're akin to the Christ School and Asheville School, and right across the state line. So I think it helped from 
competitive, uh, you know, having games, you have to travel four hours for those schools. I think that's probably how they got into it, I assume. Um, but they've been here a long time. Nobody seemed to really care if they weren't good in football. <laughs> now all of a sudden, they're, 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 really, they're really, really, <laughs> really they're good. Getting attention. Yeah, they're really good in football, and they get attention as they should. And, and it's look, it's a fair question. I mean, to, to travel out of state, play your state championship game, but it was pretty sweet to win it up there. Yeah, did what you need to do. Yeah. Coach, congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for your time. We appreciate so it. it hey, get some, get some rest. We'll do it. I know you won't do it long because you got to start not thinking not about not next season. So congratulations to Chad Greer, the Providence State Chargers, and winning their third straight uh, state championship for the independent schools. Uh, just a, a phenomenal football team, one of the best in our area. I'd love to see them get a chance to play Butler. I think that'd be kind of an interesting, uh, interesting take there to see what would happen there. But uh, congratulations to them. Now, also when we talk about football, this coming weekend after Thanksgiving, there is a, an elite all-star game that's played right here in Charlotte. It's actually called the Elite All-Star Middle School Game. It was created about 10 years ago by a gentleman by the name of Glenn DeVoe, uh, and he runs something called Camp Lyman, geared toward defensive linemen, offensive linemen. But over the years, it's kind of morphed into uh, quarterback coaching. Um, a lot of stuff when it comes to really helping young kids both elementary and middle school kids develop into high school players and then he walks with them through high school as they get ready to go off to college it's just kind of a great program but saturday at charlotte christian uh, the saturday after thanksgiving they will play the elite all-star middle school game and here's a little look at what that's all about this is year number nine um excited all over again just like it was year one over 90 middle school players from eight states have gathered in charlotte for saturday's elite all-star middle school game for Glenn DeVoe, the mind behind it all, it is another chance to see kids grow. I mean, just another opportunity to pour into these young men and just give them a platform where they could just display their talents. For the players, it is indeed a chance to shine. I'm very excited. I think it's a great opportunity for me to get better and learn some stuff from different people and move around and play with different people and learn and experience what it is to really be the best of the best. I'm really excited. I'm really, I think it's a great opportunity to, I guess, expand my knowledge and get better at the game. While the coaches hope to grow these young men into better football players, they also want to make sure they understand all that goes into being a well-rounded athlete. You know, we have uh, three cardinal principles, character, discipline, classroom, excellence. Those are things that just kind of permeate through everything from the instruction on the field, uh, to off the field, uh, staying in contact with these kids through the offseason, just to let that be a part of their, their ritual. And that message resonates with the players. Yeah, of course. I think it's very important for us to be great men on and off the field. It's just as important in the classroom as well. So as you can see, it's a lot of football. Of course, it is the end of November. So from high school playoff games to the middle school game, it's going to be a great few days of football around our area. So make sure if you get a chance, you head over to one of the high schools, whether it's Weddington or Butler, and check out those playoff games or head out to Charlotte Christian on Saturday and check out some great middle school uh, ball games. It's going to be awesome. And we want to talk also real quick about soccer. And let me talk to you a little bit about South Mech, the Sabres. The boys' soccer team, they won the state 4A championship. And they did it in really what I think is an historic fa fashion. Excuse me. They were the 24 seed. They went and played every playoff game on the road to get to the state championship game. And in that state championship game, um, that went through regular time, through overtime, and into uh, a shootout which they ended up winning over Apex Friendship. And I had a chance to talk to the players and the coach, and it was just, you know, an historic run. And the cool part about it was they were the 24 seed, but if you talk to them, they didn't think they were the 24 seed. Uh, they, they just thought that they were a team that was capable of winning a state championship, and that's kind of the message that the coach kind of preached to them all during their postseason run. So congratulations to South Mech. 
uh, the Sabres winning that state 4A championship. So we're going to wrap it up. It's a little quicker version of the 704 podcast. Oh, three, two, one. <clears throat> so that is it for this week's edition of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast, kind of a condensed version. We'll pick it up after Thanksgiving. We'll have a uh, special guest joining us each and every week. This podcast normally comes out on Friday, so make sure you check us out wherever you watch or listen to your podcast. Make sure uh, you subscribe to pages, you like stuff, you comment. Uh, We'd love to keep in touch with you, know what's going on. And of course, let me give you three things then. Make sure you check out the Blitz every Friday night at 11 o'clock for all the high school football highlights. The sports team is out there covering all of that. So make sure you check that on Friday nights as we go through the rest of the playoffs. Make sure you check out Game One that comes out every Monday at 7 o'clock on BayHackleSports.com. And you can check that out. We talk uh, all sports. Um, we're not just football, not just basketball. We try to talk a little bit about everything. And then, of course, always check out the podcast here. Also, stay with BayHackleSports.com. Go to our website. Go to all of our social media. Check out what we're doing. We're really just trying to kind of get into the community, uh, the high school community, and um, really just kind of um, show everybody the wonderful stuff that's going on here in Charlotte when it comes to high school sports. There's so many um, great stories, so many great athletes, great coaches, great programs. Um, you know, the Queen City is a great place for high school sports. So enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We will see you next week right here on the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Of course, brought to you by the Downer Law Firm, Charlotte's hometown legal team. We thank them for all they do for high school sports here in the area. And until next week. We'll see you then. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.